We'll talk about the defense and just kind of where you're at now. You're heading into the final month of the season. It's a good week off, you know, getting guys back and uh, healing up bumps and bruises and all that stuff. And and uh, it, was, it was good. Thought that it's a good week off, and we're ready to take on the next challenge. Are guys like uh, Tomasi and and Travis close to being where you need them to be? Or? No, Travis. No. I mean, Travis is is probably not going to play the rest of the year. I don't know if Galani's uh, mentioned that, and I normally don't talk about injuries, but he's he's dealing with his deal and. Uh, Tomasi's close. He's close to coming back. I don't know if he, how ready he is to play, but Butch is back and uh, looking better. Practiced yesterday without a brace and all that, so it's good to see him back. Talk about the defensive line. You know, losing Travis, obviously, is, is a big impact on that, but you've had a lot of guys that have been shuffling in and out already. Just yeah. Yeah, ne- next guy's got to be ready to step up and you know, can't can't really spend much time as far as you know who we could have had and what we could have done. Is this next guy's got to be ready to play. So young guys are, are doing a better job. You know, thought Vita Mungas. Uh, this week off was good for him because he had shoulder, uh, you know, some couple shoulder uh, injuries, and um, you know, Kesney and Hanson with his elbow and all that stuff. And so those guys will be back, and they'll they'll get plenty of reps to to get ready for this game. One of one of the things Harvey Longy talked about yesterday was the importance of of making the Cincinnati quarterback dance in the pocket, not allowing him to get comfortable. How are the guys coming along as far as being able to do that on the defensive front? I, I, I think they're coming along. You know, it's a <clears throat> it's a concept that isn't really. Um, based off of an individual. Individuals will make the plays, but they've all got to understand that they all fit into a piece of the puzzle when you're trying to get the quarterback to get his eyes off the coverage and get his eyes down. And, and they're doing a really good job collapsing the pocket and trying to keep, keep things contained and getting him to move his feet. So um, it's, it's coming together as a group slowly. Harvey was pretty critical of his play. Do you see it that way? Uh, which play is that? Well, just overall. Oh. He said he felt yeah, he's, you know, we, we've, we've had discussions uh, several times just since we've made the move. And, you know, his, his idea of being ready and prepared um, is different from, from you know, the, some other kids that I've, I've coached as well as our, our vision of it. So he's, he's doing a good job. He's obviously there's, there's still things for him to improve on. But, um, you know, for him to feel like he's ready, we feel like he's he's doing a good job and making a contribution and, and, and still has room to grow, but um, his vision of what being ready and contributing is is so much farther, uh, you know, surpasses what everybody else's expectations are that he's got high expectations for himself. So then, like, he said he sucks. But so he, <laughs> no, he doesn't suck. <laughs> no, he doesn't suck. He's just, he's, he's just learning, yeah. He's he's hard on himself. And he came in and said, said the same exact thing to me, and, and he, I mean, he was really good about it. You know, came in and said, you know, what, coach, these guys should be playing over me because I suck. I'm not very good. And and uh, but, you know, I think uh, in the in the big picture, um, it, normally with other guys that we've moved back from DN to, to backer, they're a lot more stout taking on blocks when they move back to backer. Things move slower for them because their reaction time, the the, the time that they have to react is a lot better. You know, like uh, you know, guys from other programs, and so I think uh, in the grand scheme of things, it's going to add to uh, to him being a better player at where he's probably going to end up being at the next level. What was he hit you early, and then it seemed like you made was it adjustments then that they quieted him down? It was there. I mean, they they did a really good job. Um, you know, we we practiced, we schemed, we we schemed them and practiced certain things, and they they threw something new at us and. Um, you know, our boys uh, didn't see it right away, but they made the adjustments later on. And then also we changed a couple of things that they uh, did, did, did a really good job with. And so, um, you know, credit credit the kids and, and the players for making those adjustments and playing it. Playing statistically, it, it looks like Cincinnati is more pass-oriented. They are, yeah, statistically. Yeah, they are. So is that what you expect? Uh, 
Uh, but probably about the same, 60-40 pass. Yeah. What does it say about your guys who you lead the nation in interceptions or top five interceptions, but on the other end of the spectrum in pass defense? What is that? Oh, you know, stats and all that stuff. Um, you know, somebody asked me that question yesterday. Um, you know, the score is is the number one stat that we track, and the next one is takeaways. Um, you know, first downs, all this stuff, third down. I mean, there's so many different stats that you can look and say, okay, we're leading the country in this. We should be good and all that. But you know, the uh, we're we're oriented towards making big plays, <clears throat> taking away big plays, and turnovers, and that's all that we focus on statistically as a defense. Um, you know, gave up five million yards. If you can hold them to zero points, and I'd be happy with that still. Um, but you know, our Toledo game, we gave up tons of yards and we gave up tons of points, and so you feel like you, you really got beat down on that one. But the other ones where guys are kind of moving the ball, and I mean, good offenses are going to move the ball. If you can keep them out of the end zone and get a couple of takeaways and give your offense some possessions, you're, you're better off that way. And so that's really uh, at least the way that we pitch it to the kids and the way we're oriented is more. They're going to get big plays, but we want to get more big plays, and we want to get takeaways. Which is Butch, how fully healed up now that he's had all this time off? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, ninety whatever percent, but he's he's pretty pretty close to being where he needs to be. And so, like I said, he practiced without a brace yesterday, and um, you know, trainers got mad at him and told him to wear the brace, and so he's wearing it today. And so he's uh, he doesn't want to wear it, but they're making him wear it for his safety. Are you prepping for all three quarterbacks? Or What's that? Are you prepping for all three Cincy quarterbacks or a specific one? Uh, you know, they're they're all they're all about the same guy. I think you know, one guy looks like he has a better arm, but um, number eleven. Yeah, the one that's been playing the last two games. Um, but they're they're all about the same guy. You know, not outstanding runners, but you know, decent runner or at least can run, um, and I think a lot more pass oriented. So. A lot of them obviously struggle, and the D-line does a really good job. And so the focus uh, for this week has really been the D-line changing the game for us. Do you watch film of what they've done this year, or do you go back to the lap? No, we, we don't watch any of those stuff last year. It's all this year. Uh-huh. They, yeah, plenty of games this year to go off of. You touched on the health aspect of the bye week, of course, which is which is key, getting guys back as, as much as possible. But what else did you want the defense to, to come out of the bye week with, just as far as improvement went? Better grades about it <laughs> grades and health you know we wanted to get away from football and uh, let them uh, be kids again and, and go to class and you know see that there's actually cute girls in their class instead of sitting there thinking about football so how important is the emotional reset of a bye week particularly this year with all the close games and the highs and lows that you guys have experienced you know it's 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 I, the kids do a really good job and, and and you know credit goes to them as well as Kalani as far as uh, the way that he's handled them and getting them to get over games and you know you don't see clouds over here after after we lose and the kids are up and and going and I mean even on the bus going to the plane and the plane coming back you know uh, some coaches like it dead quiet when you lose and some of them you know want you to get over and Galani is just one of those that you know the game's over go back and you know we'll hit the drawing board and fix what we need to fix but let's let's not let this thing you know, hurt us for the next couple of games, and so the kids uh, are bought into that, and and I think they're they're good with it. Did you guys get out on the road to recruit last week? We did, yeah, we did. About uh, I think everybody went out for a little bit, and then uh, some of us were still out until uh, Sunday. Is that game something Sunday. you need to do as far as targeting guys more specifically now that you're having a full cycle to recruit the defense that you're looking to play? Yeah, you know, and I I don't think it changes anywhere you go, um, whether it's a new staff or an old staff. You got to get back out and and uh, 
get some depth to the deficiencies of what you think your your defense or offense has, and um, just get out there and and uh, you know touch bases with coaches in your area. And you know it's it, sometimes it's hard to get out and recruit a kid from a school and you never showed up in that area for the last eight years. You gotta you gotta show up and you gotta touch base and they gotta know who you are and they gotta trust that they're sending their kids to a to a good program and a coach is gonna take care of them. So that's part of it too, building the relationships and just kind of keeping your pulse on your area. Is that with you and Kalani being at, at, at various places, then continuing the contacts that you made at other places too? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's the same with all the other coaches, you know, that uh, that've been here recruiting and um, the younger coaches that haven't is just kind of getting out there and flying our colors and letting people see us as well as uh, keeping those connections going. When you speak of depth, I, I guess you're talking about every position, anyone that you would highlight? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, obviously we've got backers coming out our ears, and so we've got a lot of those. And so, you know, primarily for us, it's it's uh, secondary and D tackles. So I feel like we've got some a uh, lot of depth coming back at the ends and just numbers. You know, we don't really have numbers to replace those guys. But the D tackle spot might be looking for a guy and definitely looking for a couple of uh, DBs. As far as D tackle goes, how's Handsome's progress been so far this year? Where's he at? Uh, you know, last game I thought was his best game since he's been here. And before that, the Michigan State game was his best game. And so he's getting better slowly. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's a good kid and he tries hard and you know, just some of the things that works at the JC level, you can't get away with when you're playing against you know really uh, really good players that are coached well. So he's uh, he's he's figuring it out and he's coming along. So he's playing. He's doing a good job contributing. Last question. You mentioned the, the turnovers. What uh, you attribute to the success this year in forcing turnovers? Good players. That's it. I mean, been on teams where we did have good players and it was a big emphasis and part of the practice. And it almost becomes one of those deals where you're like yelling catch the ball so much and everybody's kind of nervous and it lands in your hands and you drop it so we just you know I, I haven't talked much about it besides our goals we want to get three takeaways a game um, and after that the kids go out and just do it so nothing nothing to have to do with coaching or any of that it's just them being good players ball hawks guys like Kai and you know Francis and corners stepping up too so Fred <laughs>